1: Happy New Year, everybody. Not a Happy New Year for the Sacramento Kings as they're not able to keep their win streak alive. They lose in Memphis. The game ended just a few moments ago, uh, the final of 118-108. to 108. Great to have you with us here on this first day of 2023. And really the story for uh, the Kings tonight, they shot the ball really poorly, uh, very poorly. Fox was terrible tonight. Herter was terrible tonight. Barnes was terrible tonight. Uh, But when your backcourt plays like the Kings backcourt did tonight, then you're not going to win a lot of games. You know, you're just not. Fox also turned the ball over five times. He had six assists. You know, statistically Herter didn't have a bad game, but the shots came late when the game was over. Uh, Really not uh, a good game. You know, that's a hell of a back-to-back for Memphis, is it not? I mean, they beat New Orleans last night. And then they come out and beat the Kings uh, tonight. So, there you have it, all right? 118-108, to and we are welcoming you right here to the postgame show. And again, a very happy New Year, all right? Again, Fox got manhandled tonight by Morant. I mean, Morant was huge. I mean, 35 points. Desmond Bain did not play. All right. Did not play. And it didn't matter. Steven Adams destroyed, destroyed Sacramento on the glass with 23 rebounds. All right. We bring in Ryan in Sactown. Happy New Year, my friend. Uh, 118 to 108 the final. But again, Happy New Year to you and your family.
2: Thanks, Grant. Happy New Year to you as well.
1: Yeah, backcourt of the Kings, the story tonight. Fox and Herter got thoroughly outplayed. Barnes did not shoot the ball well. I just talked about Adams. But really, you see Morant has definitely elevated his game. You know, I think it began at the beginning of last year where he went from maybe all-star to almost superstar. He was incredible tonight.
2: Yeah, John Morant just could not be stopped. Fox couldn't have, didn't find an answer for him. Kings couldn't find an answer. And when he did get stopped, Stephen Adams got a rebound. But uh, John Morant has definitely elevated his play to the level of probably a top five guard in the NBA easily.
1: Uh, Happy New Year to you, Eduardo, in Chile. We are glad that you are with us. You know, Tyus Jones is a heck of a player. I mean, we've talked about this a lot in the past. He was excellent coming off the bench tonight. 18 points, eight assists. Uh, He was a big reason why Memphis was able to beat the Kings in this game.
2: Yeah, he played really, really well, gave them that bench spark that they needed, you know, and it was a little bit of a matchup issue for the Kings as well. So, you know, they got to go back to the drawing board and, you know, understand it seems like that third player all the time is the player that ends up getting us.
1: Yeah, the Kings did get outplayed tonight. That's going to happen. You know, listen, the Kings lost to a very good team tonight. It's not like they lost to, you know, a bad team. Memphis is a really good team. And, they showed it tonight and happy new year to you, Amir. And again, thank you so much for your generosity uh, on the last show on Friday night. We really appreciate that. But, you know, OK, so 118 to 108 and now you have another road game coming up uh, against the Jazz. And boy, they have been a, they, they've been snake bit over the last couple of games. So that's going to be a very challenging game. But I didn't have a problem with the way the Kings started the game. You know, Memphis played last night, but Memphis had the lead at the end of the first quarter. And generally speaking, when you're taking on a team that played the night before, that's a big win for Memphis in that situation because normally you're going to come out a little slow, take you a while to get into the flow of the game. But they actually led after one. They led by one at the half. Third quarter was uh, Memphis. And then the fourth quarter, Memphis was too much. But I, I didn't have a real problem with the way the Kings started the game. But generally speaking, again, you want that lead after the first quarter when the team you're playing played the night before.
2: Certainly, you, you want to hop on them from the start, especially a team like Memphis, um, like you said, coming off the back to back, but it didn't happen. In fact, the Kings were the team that wore down as the third and fourth quarter came along, which I mean, is a little unexpected, considering they didn't play last night. Um, but credit to Memphis for, you know, having fresh legs still coming off that back to back.
1: You want trades made because the Kings lost, or do you want trades made over the big picture? Stop. Did did, did anyone call up after the game against Denver or on Friday against Utah and on the stream go, "Hey, uh, Grant, Kings? Do the Kings need to make some trades?" It's just unbelievable, huh? (laughs) Yeah. The
2: bottom line is this is a this is a better basketball team, as you said, Grant. And we're on the road, and uh, Memphis—they've got a unit that's been playing together for a while, and. You know, it's a game you want to have, but you're not shocked if you lost, which
1: we did. Again, 118 to 108, the final. All right. And so it is what it is. Uh, You lost to a very good team and we'll just see what happens. As far as uh, that goes, Amir, the dollar sign, I'm not familiar with that. I'll look it up in a moment, but I appreciate your generosity. So I will check it out. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'll look at it right now as we're talking, see what, well, I can't look at that right now or else I'd be off the stream, but um, you know, Keegan Murray really struggled in this game tonight. You know, we talk about his, you know, inconsistency, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and again, I'm going to pick on his rebounding, but you know, he had three rebounds in 28 minutes, two of six from downtown, four of 12 from the floor. He had 10 points, but you know, he was not alone. There were a lot of Kings that were struggling in their game tonight.
2: Yeah, there was. Um, you know, Keegan, another inconsistent game, as you said. Um, at least it wasn't one rebound. Uh, one person that I'm kind of looking at is Malik Monk. Uh, mm-hmm. As we were in the third quarter, uh, starting in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, I'm looking at shots. The bonus only had 15 and Monk had already taken 17. Yep. And um, they had played about the same minutes. Monk was a couple minutes under that. And I feel like some guys are trying to push it a little bit more than others, and shooters are gonna shoot, but we looked very uncomfortable in the off or in the half court offense when the Grizzlies made us, you know, settle down and not run.
1: That's a really good point. Uh and again, I-, I think though we pretty much understand that night in, night out, Sabonis is gonna be there. Okay. You don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. In order for the Kings to beat good teams, Fox has to be there as well. And we saw what happened against Denver, and we saw what happened against Utah. Fox Mm -hmm. was really good. Sabonis was really good tonight. You know, eighteen points, fourteen rebounds. Didn't have as many assists, but his players, his teammates, didn't make shots. So I can't fault that on him. Right. But 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 Fox did not have a game tonight, and he turned the ball over too much. Period.
2: Yeah. Too, way too many turnovers. Absolutely. And uh, you know what? You got to give some credit to John ja Morant on that too. Um, you know, when he, he's a hell of a player. And when he's got uh, De'Aaron working as hard as he was on defense, or some people say not working as hard on defense, but you know, that's, that's going to wear on your legs. And Morant is just as quick as De'Aaron. So, um, you know, he doesn't have that same advantage. He would have playing another point guard in the NBA.
1: All right, uh, glad that uh, you were with us. And uh, Amir, to answer your question, yes, I do. All right, uh, 118 to 118-108, uh, the Grizzlies beat the Kings, and Sacramento now three games over five hundred. with a game coming up against the Jazz before they return uh, back home. I- I'll just say what it is. Memphis is a better team than Sacramento, period. They're a better team. We have to acknowledge that. Even without Desmond Bain, I think they're a better team. Memphis may be, and again, may, may be the best team in the West. Uh, That's why you play the games. But I think we can all acknowledge they're a better team than Sacramento. They just are.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One thing that jumped out about Memphis to me was how patient they are on offense. You know, we talked about De'Aaron getting to his spots, Sabonis getting to his spots. They, unless they knew they had a straight play to the basket, they waited to get a good shot. And on this night, Steven Adams, he had 13, 14 offensive rebounds. Yep. They were getting a second shot, third yep. shot. And so um, credit to them. That's what good teams do. They wear you down and they get great shots.
1: 13 offensive rebounds for Steven Adams. That's just way too much. That, I mean, okay, that that's, that's that's way too much. You know, uh, we know how tough of a player is. We used to see it with Oklahoma City. But 23 rebounds overall in the game for Steven Adams. You know, how about that? And you're right. Here's but, something else we didn't add. Uh, eight blocks, too. You know, don't don't discount that. Don't discount that.
2: Absolutely so. not. That's the uh, that's the hard triple double. If you end up pulling that one off yep. and get ten blocks, um, you know, I look at the assist numbers too for the Kings. Obviously, the buckets weren't falling, but that means we were taking really quick shots. And mm-hmm. you know, Mike Brown has the half second rule. But we're shooting the three ball just way too quick. It's almost panicky when we get I down agree. to a certain point.
1: I agree. I do think they rush the three ball quite often. Hey, we are brought to you courtesy of New Works Plumbing of Sacramento, locally owned for over 20 years. New Works has a fix for you. Glad to have their support again here in 2023. You can go to SACServicePlumbing.com or call the number on your screen. Remember, New Works Plumbing, they've got a fix for you. Grant and Ryan taking you home after the Kings. Lose 118 to 108. Uh, If you are watching and you like the content, Thank you very much. Like the stream, folks. Donald, we appreciate that. Thank you for watching out for us here on YouTube. And if you're watching on Periscope via Twitter or on Facebook Live, we certainly appreciate you. And uh, we do appreciate you subscribing and liking uh, as well. So thank you very much. One game left on this road trip. We knew it was going to be difficult. I guess I don't get my head shaved, right? I told you if they'd won against Memphis and Utah. But but then Amir said he would pay me not to shave my head. So, you know, I, I'm not really sure. I, I probably was going to win either way here, you know?
2: <laughs> it was a win-win. So, uh, <laughs> way to hedge your bet there,
1: Grant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, there's really nothing else to say. I mean, I want to yeah. read a lot of chats, and we're going to continue on here on the yeah. post-game show. I'm not really that discouraged with what I saw tonight. Again, the Kings lost to a better team. I know they didn't have one of their best players in Desmond Bain, but the Kings just – their, their main guys, Fox and Herter particularly, and they, they didn't they didn't play well. I mean, Fox can't play the way he did tonight and the Kings beat a good team. That's just the reality of the situation.
2: Yeah, it is. And th- they've got to have that, th- that third player that we're talking about step up in half a game. We have a handful of guys that can do that. We've seen them do that, and that just didn't happen. But I do agree, Grant. I, I wasn't troubled, uh, terribly troubled, I should say, by the way that they played tonight. Um, but... A loss is a loss and they've got a tough Utah team coming up on
1: the road. Uh Amir did uh, got dibs and uh, cloud on this channel. He's got a lot of cloud on this channel. You're yes, exactly he does. right. He got the, got the ball rolling the other night. You know, uh we talk about Davion Mitchell's offense a lot. We know he's a very good defensive player. You know, again, he was on the floor for 15 minutes and offensively he did absolutely nothing. You know, he was 1 of 4, but let's look at look at his stat line here, right? Yeah. One no rebounds, one assist. Uh, again, I know he's out there for defense primarily, but that that's what's so frustrating about him. There are times when you watch him and you're like, oh, his offense is clicking. It's going to come around. And then you see a game like tonight and it's non existent.
2: Yeah, you know, Grant, I, I don't think we're ever going to see him be a 15 point scorer every single night or average 15. But usually he's good for, you know, three or five or three to five from the floor, um, you know, on offense, three, four rebounds, couple assists. So this is definitely an off night for him, not on defense. Um, But that's his inconsistency. But out of, you know, the bench players, he has been the most consistent all around player coming Mm -hmm. off the bench um, lately for the Kings.
1: You know, Fox does not suck. I don't know what the hell is wrong with you. What are we doing? I mean, I mean, you know what? I, I, I really don't understand. Your, your comments. I, I really don't. I mean, he, he sucks. He might be on the all-star team this year, just so you know that uh, he might be on the all-star team. I saw Stan Van Gundy of TNT said that uh, based on what he's seen so far, he picked the all-star team and he had Fox on there. OK, so I mean, can we stop with that? All right. Can we stop with saying that Fox sucks? Now, you you can debate whether he's a true franchise player. I'm OK with having that discussion i' i'm 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 okay yeah, with that absolutely. But don't say he sucks I mean that's stupid you know it's it, it's 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 just did you lose money did you bet on the game tonight and that's why you think he sucks because you bet on the game and you lost because if that's not the reason for you to say fox sucks is really irresponsible and it's terrible and because you really don't know what the hell you're talking about period
2: yeah uh it's <laughs> To say a player sucks, there's not one player in the NBA that sucks. Those are the best basketball players in the world. So that's where the conversation starts. But it is a little bit troubling to see just, you know, one bad game. And it's hate Fox, hate Fox, hate Fox.
1: Stupid. You know what? Fox is the equivalent of a quarterback on an NFL team. Let's compare him to Jimmy Garoppolo for a minute. And I'm only talking about the situation. Every time the Niners won, generally speaking – it was not because of Jimmy Garoppolo, but every time they lost, it's because of Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, it's the same thing with Fox. Every time the Kings lose, people get really down on Fox. Did you expect Sacramento to go eighty-two and zero this year? Yeah, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the Kings are nineteen and sixteen, and they're in first place in their division at the start of the new year. Are we? Are, are and 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 your starting point guard? is is largely responsible for that. I understand Sabonis is number one, but there's yep. no debate on this. The reason why the Kings are 19 and 16 is Sabonis 1A and Fox 1B. Am I missing something here?
2: No, that, it's a good analogy too, Grant, with Jimmy Garoppolo, because there's times when Fox, the Kings win, he has a decent line. Oh, well, he was just kind of a game manager. You know, he, he could have had five more assists or he should have had six more points. He didn't rebound enough. So for whatever reason, that is the analogy for him. He's the quarterback.
1: You know, I think Donald's spot on here. There is a following of Fox haters uh, waiting for the opportunity to say, uh, I told you he sucks. First of all, you, you can, you might be right about not being a franchise player, but you'll never, ever be able to say that Fox sucks. I mean, that that's just asinine. It's stupid. Okay. Get, get the word sucks out of your vocabulary in the same sentence as De'Aaron Fox. It's, it's, it's just wrong. It's wrong. Again, you can debate whether he's an all-star. All right? I'm fine with having that debate. You can debate yeah. whether he's a true franchise point guard. I'm okay yeah. on having that debate. But he doesn't suck. I mean, I, I don't understand why we're even getting into this discussion. I really don't. All right? Yeah. And you know what? I would agree with you that he's not Morant. But that's okay. You know? It's Okay. It's okay if you're not John Morant. There aren't a lot of players in the NBA that are John Morant. It's okay. That doesn't mean that the guy sucks.
2: Yeah, I, I don't remember saying he was John Morant. Grant, do you remember saying no, that he, I don't. He, he's no. in the conversation? Yeah. It, it's you know, it's fantasy basketball. Like you said, maybe he had some money on the game, maybe you did some hedging, whatever. But like Grant said, Sucks is just not a way to describe the okay. answer. So then period. this person
1: responded, not a star. Okay, you know what? That's fine. Okay. You can say he's not a star. I'm okay with that. But that yeah. doesn't mean he sucks.
2: Yeah. Wow. Two
1: different things. Mm. Holy moly. All right. Uh, 118 to 108. <laughs> I do appreciate the comments, though, on the chat line. It gets us into a discussion. And uh, is Marant, is Morant better than Fox, though? Of course he is. Everyone yeah. knows that. I mean, if you took a poll of all 30 general managers and say, would you rather have John Morant or Darren Fox as your point guard, all 30, including Monty McNair, would say John Morant. But that doesn't mean that Fox sucks. It just means that Morant is a better basketball player. There you go. Okay.
2: Yeah. Would you rather have a rump roast or a filet mignon? You know, <laughs> one is better than the other. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> yeah, just, you, you you would
1: know considering the way you I, I eat, would, you would know, know the answer yes. to that. Ooh, oh my so right. gosh. So uh 118 to 108. Uh glad to have you with us here on YouTube, Grant Napier and uh Ryan and Sacktown. Hey, I just want to give a shout out to uh foster Paws. They do great work, they are awesome. Uh they're a group of animal advocates. I love the fact that they work with young children and teach them a lifelong benefit of animals and I think that's a great education for our youth. They're looking for fosters and adopters. Just go to fostersandpaws.org slash adopt. All right. The Kings drop a game to the Memphis Grizzlies, 118 to 108. And again, I look at the story in a couple of different ways. Backcourt of Memphis, big advantage, backcourt over Sacramento. Stephen yep. Adams killed the Kings underneath the glass with 23 rebounds. But again, Murray did not shoot the ball. Barnes and uh, Fox, they didn't shoot the ball well. Barnes didn't do anything really in this game. I know you look at his numbers and you would say, well, wait a minute, Grant, he had 16 points, but, you know, he was 4-12 from the floor. Uh, He only had five rebounds. I don't call that a good game for Harrison Barnes.
2: Yeah, agreed, Grant. Not as aggressive taking it to the hoop either um, and creating that contact like we're used to seeing. Uh, Rashawn Holmes, 14 minutes uh, off the bench and we talk about the rebounding issues. He only had two rebounds tonight in 14 minutes. And I know he's getting back in the swing of things, but that just speaks to how dominant Adams was on the boards for the most part.
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, of course you're going to be happy if the road trip is one and one. Yeah. You know, I think people have a Halliburton hangover. I don't think so. I think there's, I I think everyone is very, very happy. I think everyone is very, 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 very happy with Sabonis. Okay. I mean, I, I'm not really sure what games you're watching. Is Halliburton really good? Yes. Is he going to be an all-star this year? Probably yes, but so is Sabonis. Uh, yeah, of course you would be happy, Maureen, with one and one. You would have taken one and one before they got on the airplane to leave for Memphis on New Year's Eve. Of course, absolutely correct. You know? No
2: doubt. No doubt. Grant, Grant why do you think that conversation's still going on? Halliburton and Sabonis at this point?
1: Uh, that's a great question. Although I think it's part of Sacramento history, and I think it will be debated for a generation. I believe that 15 years from now, people will still be debating that trade. And by the way, I think the book has many chapters left to be written for both Indiana and Sacramento. Sure. Sure. But if you were to look at this trade right now, you would grade it as an A+, plus, not an A, an A-plus for Sacramento, and you would grade it an A-plus for Indiana. Last time I looked, you can't go any higher than an A+. To me, it's A+, A+. Now, if the Kings had a Halliburton instead of Sabonis, and it didn't make that trade, would the Kings be 19 and 16? No, I don't think they would. That no. Not much I am no. safe to say. Because Sabonis gives them something that they just don't have, did not have, and every team in the league would absolutely love to have a Domonte Sabonis. Okay. Indiana had to give up a really good player to get back good players. Buddy Hill's also having a good year. We shouldn't just exclude him. But if you're looking at Halliburton and you're looking at Sabonis, I think both are going to be in the All-Star game this year. How neat is that?
2: Absolutely. I mean, look at the trade. Both teams got what they wanted at the position that they needed it um, for the most part. And, you know, the only way for me the grading moves down is if Sabonis doesn't resign. And you know, we're still really, really early for that, but you know he's used to being small market on the floor. He looks very happy here, um, and seems to love the fans. But that would only bring me down. But still, you're talking a solid A, maybe, maybe a minus.
1: That's a great, great point by Anita. I know this is the social media error, but would there have been this much debate about the Weber-Richmond trade? And yes, there would have been, because almost everyone in the country thought that Chris would never re-sign with Sacramento. And if you remember, he didn't even come uh, to the first day, and his dad had to get his butt uh, in the Sacramento. But yes, there would have been, because most people felt that there was no way in the world that Chris would have re-signed with Sacramento. It's a great question, Anita, but you were absolutely correct. Yes, absolutely correct. Yep.
2: You're right, Grant, but it's a little bit different because Mitch was – he was kind of more on the downside of his career, right? the lower yep. side of his career. No, you're right. Say, you know, it's yep. and, um, you know, they're both going up at the same time. Um, so Tyrese and Sabonis, so that'd be tricky. But, uh, yeah, it was hard seeing Mitch leave. That was a hard one, see him in that Wizards uniform before we really got Chris rolling in.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, someone says, you know, uh, Chris says, Christopher says, if you make a list of all the NBA players who make $30 million a year and say the bottom half of that list sucks compared to the top half, then I see your point, as far as Fox, but he does not suck. Again, I'm not even sure why we continue Uh, to have this debate. Jay chimes in. You were right, Anita. The Sabonis trade was good for the Kings. We just need some more talent around him. And you have to understand, no one expected the team to be where they are right now. And Sabonis is young. Fox is young. The core of this team is young. And in the offseason, or before the trade deadline, you continue to build on what you already have. Nobody thought the Kings were going to go out and win a championship this year. You know, Sabonis was one big piece to moving forward. You had to see how Fox would play alongside him. We now know the answer to that question. You made a draft pick who, by all accounts, looks like he's going to be a pretty good player. I know he's inconsistent mm-hmm. right now in Keegan Murray. You have a trade where you acquired Kevin Herter, who looks like a really good piece to this puzzle. Now in the offseason, you go out and get that banger. You go out and get a, a, a big rebounder, defensive player. I mean, that's what you do in the offseason. So the Kings are well on their way. They're well on their way.
2: Absolutely, Grant. And, you know, you talk about getting guys in the offseason. Sacramento is becoming a more desirable place to play yep. now. It, it's fun. You know, it's not, oh, it's the Kings. Um, so that should help as well, John, free agent. Uh,
1: again, for all the delusional, you know, I think there's just this called the New Year's hangover, where there's just too much drinking and partying going on. You know, you Oof. really think the Kings would trade for Russell Westbrook? Are you like freaking delusional or what? Seriously? Yeah, let's, let, let's go get a guy who's going to dominate the ball, who can't shoot uh, when you have Sabonis on the floor. Let's not have the ball go through Sabonis. Let's have Wes – I mean, stop it with this nonsense, would you please? Really.
2: I'm not even going to address that one. That's the same as the LeBron stuff. Ugh,
1: come on. Unbelievable. Uh, and you, you know what? You are right about getting Buddy out of Sacramento. Uh, it, it was better for the locker room. It was much better for De'Aaron Fox. Absolutely. Yep. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. All right. Uh 118 to 108. The Grizzlies beat the Kings and next up the Utah Jazz. And you know, the Jazz, we, I don't know if you've looked at their last three games and how they've lost their games. Unbelievable. Close. So that you're going into a a, a Lions den here, I think, coming up in the next game for Sacramento. They'd be ready to roll.
2: Yep. I, I absolutely agree with you. That's always allowed building too. Coming off the way that the Kings beat them the other night and stole a game. Uh, mm-hmm. they're they're gonna be ready to go, Grant. There's no doubt.
1: All right. Uh, Kings. We're not supposed to be even a six seed as of now. Kevin Herter is having a career year, so is Monk, Sabonis and Fox. Keep playing Kings and you're gonna win a lot. I think so. I don't think this team yeah. is as good as a lot of other people think. I think they had the potential to be good but the inconsistencies that I've been seeing the last few weeks are alarming to me. Uh, again, I point to the Charlotte game. I point to the Washington game. Uh, there are some things that I'm seeing with this team that still make me, ah, eh, yeah, they're on their way, but they're not there yet. And they're, they inconsistencies. And, and here's what concerns me. I know the NBA is a game of runs, But you look at almost every game the Kings play, there's huge fluctuation, up 20, down 20. I don't like that, personally. I I would like to see a more consistent team. And I think that as you move on in the season, Ryan, and you start getting down past the All-Star break, where games are more magnified when you're playing against teams you're battling for, that's a real dangerous recipe for success. You know, it really is.
2: Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right, Grant, um, especially with the way this team plays and relies so much on the deep ball. You know, you're getting later into the season, tired legs, but um, the the inconsistencies are scary because, you know, even I saw on YouTube the Herder shot, oh, everybody, look, the Kings are back. And that was from a national media source. Yep. So yep. you 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 get those blusters out there where we can have a Brooklyn game. And then we get a New York Knicks game, a Charlotte Hornets game, a Washington Wizards game. Granted, the Wizards are playing decent basketball. They uh, won tonight. I don't know if you saw. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they, the Kings just have to put it together for four quarters. And what's, you know what, Grant, the most frustrating thing about it is we know they can do it. We just don't know why it's not happening.
1: Yeah, Denver tonight, uh, they beat Boston 123 to 111. And oh, yeah, Murray and Gordon were on the floor. Kings got lucky there. Let's just call it the way it is. I mean, that's part of the NBA game. I thought without Desmond Bain tonight and Sacramento taking on a Memphis team that played last night and beat a really good team in New Orleans, that, that might give the Kings that edge tonight. But they just didn't play well enough. And I give Memphis credit. They're a very good team. They're a very, very good team. I mean, I I don't know what else to say. In Sacramento tonight, uh, somebody wants to know uh, what were they were fifteen of forty three from distance in this game. So they were fifteen of forty three, but just over forty percent. Yeah, uh, it's no, it's thirty four point nine percent.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, Uh, that's that Bowling Green math that is rubbing off on you from me. Okay,
2: (laughs) it is. That is true.
1: (laughs) <laughs>
2: in the the uh, San Diego
1: State short
2: hair is uh, rubbing off on
1: you. For me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh man! Uh, no, Murray has had a, has a knee issue. It was sore from his surgery, and Gordon had a shoulder injury. He didn't play in either game, so it had nothing to do with Boston. They were playing three games in four nights. Their first game had gone to overtime. And Murray had played extensively on the win on Tuesday night and they elected not to play him on Wednesday. You know, so there you have it. Yep. Buddy, uh, I don't have a lot else to add. I mean, the Kings lose. Yeah. Uh, we got a football game going on. It's 118-108. to Looking forward to being on Listen App tomorrow. We'll talk about this and a lot more. And then we'll be right back here on YouTube following the Kings and the Jazz. Anything else yes, you want to add, buddy?
2: No, uh, congratulations to your, I know we don't talk uh, NFL, but congratulations to your Giants.
1: Thank you, buddy. Miracles do happen. Hey, if the Giants (laughs) can make the, hey, you ready for this? If the New York Giants can make the playoffs, why can't the Sacramento Kings?
2: There you go. Exactly right. Just got to (laughs)
1: believe. All right, buddy. (laughs) All right. Have a good night. Take care. Sounds
2: good. All right. Bye-bye. All
1: right. Good stuff right there. And uh, I really appreciate all of you joining us. Again, the Kings lose tonight 118 to 108. And Fox does not suck. The Kings are still three games over 500. All right. So let's just relax a little bit. All right. All right. Yeah, I know, Kyle. I understand that. I completely understand that. All right. I completely understand that. Hey, uh, knucklehead, dingbat. Did I say the Kings are making the playoffs? Did I say that? Go back and watch when we're off. I did not say the Kings were making the playoffs. I said, if the New York Giants can make the playoffs, why can't the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs? I didn't say they're making the playoffs. Thank you for watching now. You know, the trolls are out tonight. You're 100% correct. And you know what, Jay? It's our pleasure. It is absolutely our pleasure. Good stuff right there. Hey, folks, we'll be back after the game against the Jazz. Really appreciate your support. Thank you so much for joining us right here. If you don't like that with Grant Napier, the final tonight 118 108 Memphis. Kings start off the new year with a loss against a very good team. It's on the Salt Lake City and the Jazz. We'll see. How it goes post game show right here on YouTube